people see the question, upload your artwork, and it, they literally freeze, like they're fully frozen and don't sign up for their podcast just because they don't have artwork. And it's like, it should never be that scary that it literally stops you from creating. You're listening to Podcast Insider, hosted by Mike Dell, Todd Cochran, and Mackenzie Bennett from the Blueberry team, bringing you weekly insights, advice, and insider tips and tricks to help you start, grow, and thrive through podcasting. With all the support of your team here at Blueberry Podcasting. Welcome. Let's dive in. I'm Mackenzie Bennett, marketing specialist here at Blueberry. And I'm Aaron Hope, graphic designer at Blueberry. Today we've brought on our special guest from the Blueberry team. We brought Aaron on because we'll be discussing some do's and don'ts of podcast artwork. Baby's first official podcast. I'm so excited to get you on here. You've been with us for three years now. Yes, and we've talked about this day forever, so it's it's finally happening. I know. I'm glad we are. It's uh, it's also something like this topic is something that we've discussed wanting to do for a very long time, but we've never really gone into it that much because, well, none of us are graphic designers. So it felt like it was appropriate to save it for someone worthwhile. Yes, and I, I'm very excited to share some some tips and tricks because as a designer, I like the internet to look better, uh, <laughs> including the artwork uh, that we see on these podcasts, uh, distrib- distribution points. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that idea as a whole. I want the internet to look better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I do what I do. Well, okay, that goes into we get podcasters at events, on the phone, and emails like any single time someone is starting a show, unless they're like a designer themselves, they usually ask a ton of questions about podcast artwork. And so with this, we'll have a blog post that, you know, kind of gives some examples that you can visually look at. For example, like we've changed this podcast that you're listening to right now, many times over the years. And each time we've had a different artwork to go with it. Like we've maybe changed the name of the show, the people behind the, you know, behind the mic and just giving it a facelift, an update, whatever you want to call it. And the artwork changes every time. And most recently, you helped us with the latest iteration of Podcast Insider. So what was your experience with that? Um, it was definitely an experience because it was my first time looking at podcast artworks from like that designer perspective, like from just like my critical eye and just being like, okay, what are the trends what are the patterns and how can i bring that into our artwork so it was it was definitely a fun little challenge to do and i definitely think we came to a really good point where we have something that stands out but also something that you know speaks to the category which is you know going inside podcasts so that's why i literally put insider inside that soundbar inside the rss feed inside the audio to show like we're that's how deep we're going in podcasts like this, in episodes like this, which we're about to do a deep dive. We're literally deep diving into podcast artwork right now. So I really wanted to show that like you are getting an insider's perspective because everyone on here has experience in podcasting, whether as a listener or as a creator. And we're putting all of our experiences together to give you, um, you know, expert tips in a very small little sound wave file. I know. I really enjoy this one uh, because it's so it looks so simple, but is so detail oriented as well. So 
Uh, getting into some do's and don'ts. One of the first ones that I had on here is I don't get me wrong. I love the creative perspective. However, real quick, people need to follow the minimum requirements for podcast artwork, like the specs that are <laughs> required to create this. Because if you get that wrong, like you're it, you're gonna have to redo it. Yep, and you know we've even I don't know how much inside baseball we can say, but like we've even taken that question off of our like new signupers for podcasters just because people see the question upload your artwork and they literally freeze like they're fully frozen and don't sign up for their podcast just because they don't have artwork and it's like it should never be that scary that it literally stops you from creating the best place to start is to know the main general minimum rules which um, while Apple is not by any means the king of podcasts, they definitely have the strictest rules when it comes to visuals. As we all know, Apple is very particular about their imagery. Um, so they are usually the the base point that we use because like, okay, if you can upload it and meet Apple standards, then you will meet the standards pretty much anywhere else that you get podcasts. Exactly. It's when you're following them, you're going to be okay with everyone else. So real quick, uh, 14 by 1400 or 3000 by 3000. That is the main one that will trip some people up, but we'll have a link to those exact specs that you should be following. So getting into the next one, I like this bullet just because it's let it breathe. Let your podcast artwork breathe. Don't create something that is too complicated because it's it's not going to get like it, it's due because podcast artwork is too small. Yes. And that really brings up a point that I'm sure we're going to go in, which is just like text size and text in general and making sure that it is big enough and in the right, you know, in the right area on the artwork in order to be seen immediately and pretty much read like within one or two seconds. Yeah. that Yes. That part definitely goes into some don'ts as well. You know, there's, there's the yin and the yang here and, or as complicated as you want it to be, it might be fun, but it it has to be legible. So one of the things that I really like to tell people to do as well is to go into podcast directories and take a look at what is on there currently. See what the general vibe is as of right now, because, you know, in any creative medium, trends come and go here. And so, you know, Sometimes you'll see a lot of these different types of colors or this font or, you know, the layout. It's it's a lot. Yeah. And I, w- I would say the perfect example for this is um, to look at just any kind of any 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 directory with true crime in it, like because true crime became like, you know, surge during the pandemic and just became this huge platform for so many different people, so many diverse opinions and shockingly so many real true crime stories and it has had many different alterations as money has been thrown into the category the designs have definitely enhanced definitely have changed and if you just literally scroll down it you can already start to see some patterns some different you know what's different what's the same a lot of red a lot of black a lot of dark like gritty imagery usually like you know forensics files are like sketchy like houses where the crime happened are like you know, like broken family photos and things like that. It's like, it very much has like its own 
like voice and very much like has made itself its own genre and the imagery really is starting to go along with that but now it's really starting to break out and become a little bit more because at first they literally look all the same so now it's really starting to break out and people are starting to look a little different start to you know their brands are becoming a little bit stronger the voices are becoming a little bit stronger so you can already start to see both where people are looking the same and where they're starting to look a little different what are some of your like favorite and some of the ones like trends that you hate and you know i i get in there and i see some of the stuff that it is like you know immediately if you like it or not sometimes it's unmemorable sometimes you really like it and then other times you're like i will not listen to this because this looks bad yeah and i have definitely done that last one <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm a very visual person so like if, if if i don't like what i'm looking at then i'm gonna stop looking at it and that usually means looking at something else uh, <laughs> yeah, but definitely some, some, I would say definitely some visual rules is once again, going back to the text, making sure the text is taking up enough space on the artwork. I like to say it needs to be at least 30% of what you see on that little box. And a good rule of that is the, the rules of third, which comes from photography. So if you guys ever look at your phones and you see those little lines when you're trying to take a picture and like that little box, you'll see like these little, you know, usually nine boxes. That is the rule of third. And it's really about filling, like if you even take a little piece of paper, make a box, make, you know, nine boxes in that box using the rule, you know, using thirds your artwork should be taken up at least three of those boxes. So either that's three in a row, which is what we usually see, usually a row in the middle or a row at the top. A row at the bottom has actually doesn't really follow Apple's new guidelines. So you're kind of going to see that starting to get phased out. But usually it's like title right in the middle as big as possible or right at the top as big as possible, taking up three of those kind of those boxes. So I would say that's probably the first thing that will get you notice because that's the first thing people are looking for they're looking for that title a good a great example of this is obviously our podcast insider because that was really the main thing of like making those those three boxes right in the middle the text um some other good typography ones which is just like ones that really rely on you know that text kind of thing one that i really like is the real housewives of dungeons and dragons which is I was going to say, get ready for a lot of nerdy podcasts because that's that's where I fall in <laughs> as a listener. <laughs> so get ready for a lot of these references. So yeah, the real the Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons is obviously a spin off of the Real Housewives, but what if these Real Housewives were in a fantasy world? And they pretty much just use not an exact exact branding compared to the Real Housewives, but they just have like the Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons uh, at the bottom, and then all of the uh, all the different characters kind of like posing at the top. So again, that's just like a really instant way to be like, oh, this is Real Housewives. People who know Real Housewives know this kind of format, know this kind of pattern. And, you know, they see the different cast members, you like all posing in a very similar way that you would see on the show. And that actually gets into one of my visual pro tips, which is to mimic the reference. So if your show is about um, you know, if it's about Real Housewives and like maybe what Real Housewives does for their visuals or if it's about like sports, like obviously have like, you know, maybe the sports team's insignias or like something that represents the sports teams. Uh, obviously, when you go to uh, a lot of like fan casts, so like when you see stuff about like different shows or anything like that, they'll usually match the look and feel of the show, like a South Park reenactment or like um, when you look into like Seinfeld or like these other like old school shows that people do like these recap shows, they'll usually 
use their image. Again, not to copy because that is plagiarizing. Don't do that. But matching the look, tone, and feel, and maybe like the shapes that you would normally see incorporated with this uh, reference to use that to mimic into your podcasting. I feel like Real Housewives is a perfect example of, I mean, just saying the name, <laughs> it's a perfect example of uh, using that reference to, you know, boost the attention to your show. That does get into one of the things that I had on the don'ts list as well. It's absolutely use that use that reference the you know the reason behind the show as part of it because people are are going to understand it and it is you know potentially in within like fair use but overall a lot of the time if people are copying it because they just like the way that it looks that's going to get you into legal problems uh so we always recommend that you stay away from explicit content other intellectual property branding anything like that. And if you are going to go that route, make sure that you're in the clear, know what you're doing. Yeah. And that's a good uh, point for, cause I know uh, one of the things we're going to talk about was just like, make sure, like show it to someone else, like yeah. make sure you get like a second opinion, make sure you get some feedback because they might be like, Oh, this looks a lot like X, Y, Z. And you don't even know X, Y, Z existed. And you're like, Oh, well, can't do that now. <laughs> Yeah, you you want to make sure that you're not sending yourself down a bad road already. <laughs> if I could give you one piece of advice, the more eyes, the better. <laughs> I fully agree with that. And then I see people in podcast Facebook groups who will give you, you know, their top four selections and people will will give their opinions and vote and say, you know, like I like B or I like number three or something like that. And you have to, if you're going to ask for feedback like that, you have to take it and you have to, you know, be confident in your decision as well. This is your show. You've done the work. You've done the research. You know what will come across the best. And you just have to be confident in your own decision. That's one of the things that we also recommend to do beforehand is like you have probably done whether you realize it or not with this fun phrase, like, you know what your listener persona is to some extent. And that is who do you think is going to be listening to this? Like, or if you're changing your artwork right now, who is listening to it and why are you changing this? And like, what do you think is going to be the best for the show? So as long as you're doing this creatively and willing to take that criticism or, you know, even the compliments, like, that's going to lead you on a good path. Yeah. I actually have a good example of this, which is, um, again, another D&D show. So this one uh, is called Not Another D&D Podcast. Uh, you know, again, very much coined from, you know, not another teen movie or not another kind of this movie that we used to see way back in the 90s. And they pretty much, they're a D&D podcast, but they do like a bunch of different seasons. And so to change the artwork, they'll usually like change like, the emblems of the that usually represents the character. So like one year, one time it was a mushroom and then they changed it to like a little moon. Then they changed it, you know, just these cute little icons and then they changed the background, but they left the name the exact same, the design the exact same. They would just make like these little updates. But because of that background change, you could tell immediately like, oh, this is a new season. This is a new campaign. This is a new version of this show. And uh, what I like about that is that it's easy to update, which is like a huge, 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 huge thing that I've noticed is like make when you start to think about podcast artwork, it's like, OK, well, if you're going to have a season one, then like any any 
anyone with a goal, the goal is you know to make it to a season two or like a season three. So it's like, okay, well, how would I change up the way I look, the way I talk, the way I feel um, when it starts to get into these new seasons, which is usually something we don't see people think about until their you know first show or their first show starts to get like a lot of listens are like a lot of different um feedback again like a lot of different opinions and you start to really realize what the show is about and so season two is a great time to again change the artwork but obviously keep it something the same so that it's just like easy and very flexible to update that's a really good point because it's really easy to get overwhelmed mm-hmm. hyper focused on just this and you have to keep the iterations open for the future as well. It's one of the things that we tell people to do is people will judge it. So if you don't want, like you have to keep it open for whoever you want the future audience to be as well. Yeah. And like for my, for my example, a non-ordinating podcast, theirs is a very like typographic, like very fancy made by a designer who is a very good designer um, so if you don't have, you know, a very good designer in your back pocket, uh, another great way to kind of keep that, keep it the same, but keep it flexible that we see a lot with like business professionals, industry experts, public figures, things like that is they just do like a new headshot or like a new portrait. Cause like, you know, there's, they're, they're very face forward. I know Mike said like he um, has a face for radio, but for the people who have like a face for TV, you know, they're constantly getting headshots or constantly getting new photos taken of them. So it's just so easy to just slap a new photo on your podcast artwork and call it, you know, new season. And a person who does this probably to the extent of anyone else is um, Michelle Obama, because she has so many different podcasts going on, so many different seasons, a whole network and pretty much the whole network is just her face. So it's just a new face, new headshot, new photo new season or new TV, you know, and like when she guests on different uh, podcasts, you know, she has a new portrait for that. So, you know, if you're someone like that, who is constantly getting, you know, new headshots, you know, you're very face forward. You want people to know who you are and recognize you immediately or know that like this advice, this, you know, professional opinion is coming from you specifically, like you are the brand, then just, you know, swapping out a new headshot I see is like another easy way to update every year as you start to get these headshots taken. That moves into, you can do podcast episode artwork as well. And a lot of people that do that will use a template and just swap out whatever Photoshop or whatever, you know, stock image that they have. That's a great example of you like using those headshots, especially if you're doing, you know, like a more business professional show and you have a guest every time and you're like, okay, send us your headshot so that we can swap it in for this episode specific artwork. Like the show artwork overall is not changing, but you can have episode specific. And so it can be really cool and fun. And, you know, if you're the creative yourself, it's probably a really cool thing to do as part of the show. If you're not, I would recommend probably having someone on your team do that for you. <laughs> it's <laughs> It can be a lot of work. But, you know, it's it's definitely not a requirement. It can be something fun to do. It might be something you want to do like for a holiday or for like a series as part of your overall podcast. You're like, okay, well, the next four episodes are going to be on this. So we're going to use this for the like this one. It's, you know, it's just like a fun extra. Yes. And I, of course, you have a perfect example. <laughs> so there is this uh, music podcast called Dissects. I think it's pretty popular now. 
but it's pretty much this guy who will dissect like different songs or sometimes he'll sometimes dissect the entire album of like an artist. Um, some really popular ones that he's done, I believe is like Mac Miller. He's done some Jay-Z, uh, Kendrick Lamar. And so he will change the podcast to, again, mimic the reference of the musician's album artwork usually. So like I know for Mac Miller's, he did like circles and things like that. Like he'll match the look, tone and feel of that artist. But, you know, uh, an album is only, you know, 12 songs. So he's changing pretty much every season is a new album. And so every season he's changing the artwork, but the typography stays exactly the same. And just the background imagery matches the look, tone and feel of whatever artist that he is dissecting at that time. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Mm. And then like he'll do special episodes where it's just like one song or like he'll just do the overall breadth of the artist's work. Like I think that's what he did for Kendrick Lamar. Um, and that's where, you know, again, he's swapping out these artworks in and out, but it gives him this beautiful array of like, just, if you just look at the artworks all together, it's just like, oh, you really get like a, a different vibe with every single one, but you know, the topic is exactly the same. What's your biggest do and what's your biggest don't for podcast artwork? Ooh, I mean, definitely my biggest do is that title and making sure that title is big, make sure that title is readable and make sure that title is tight. And obviously making sure that title is not clashing with the background or any other kind of bits and bobs that you have on the artwork. That's probably the biggest do. The biggest don't I have, hmm, because there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> It's like just picking the biggest one. All right. I'll give you my my biggest do is probably the colors. Mm -hmm. I will respond harshly to significant contrasting colors that are, you know, too dark or just too bright. I will immediately scroll past and like not even get to the title if it looks like it's too much. Yeah, I was going to say, like, for me, like, and that's a good point that you mentioned, like, what would make me scroll past something without even looking at it? It would probably be when it's, like, just a little too generic. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at, um, again, if you go back to the true crimes thing, like, there's so many, and a lot of them are starting to, like, well, for a while, a lot of them were looking exactly the same. So I literally did not even know where to start. And that's kind of why I liked these game and hobbies and kind of like those podcast artworks a little bit more because it forces them to be unique and different. Cause like, okay, well, we're all going to use dice or like, we're all going to use like the same thing as like a visual signifier. So it's like, how do we take those visual things that people recognize our genre or like our topic for, but twist it or move it or move it around so that it, it matches our brand and it looks different from everyone else's. And to your point, color is a great way to stand out a little bit harder because pretty much what we did was we looked at our uh, genre that Podcast Insider's in and we're like, okay, what color do we not see on this page? And the answer was orange. I remember, <laughs> I remember that. It was uh, when we came out with Podcast Insider a couple of years ago and made our new artwork. It was very much following our blueberry colors at the time with the dark blue and the light blue and a little bit of green and in this, you immediately went to directories and you were like, nope, this is what people are not using. So that's what we're going to use to stand out. Not using it in like bad way, but just you you took that opportunity. 
Yeah. And, you know, to your point, like back in the day when there there was less, just less podcasts around, like the podcast inside of one really stood out because it matched our colors, it matched Blueberry. It was great. We immediately saw it being overfilled with a lot of blues, a lot of dark blues, a lot of light blues, a lot of white. And so like immediately, like we could see like, oh, we're getting lost. And if you think about, you know, a magazine stand, like these companies pay a lot of money to make sure that cover is as stand out as possible from all the other covers. So when you start to think about these libraries and when you have just a little square to work with, it's like, okay, how do I stand out from the at least three squares that are going to be next to my artwork, let alone the hundreds of squares that they're going to be scrolling through? You know, I'll, I'll give you some time to think about your don't, but my biggest don't is, <laughs> <laughs> is when um, it looks a little too word art or clip art or like old and cliche that's one of the things that i really don't like is if the artwork is boring i assume the show is boring if it looks like you didn't put enough if you did it yourself but you're not a creative and you didn't you know have someone assist you with this or hire someone to do it i'm going to assume that you were putting in the same level of effort and care into your show so i will just skip it yeah, and I think that would probably be my, again, that kind of goes along with my biggest one of like, don't be too generic, because it's like, if you are looking at, you know, that blank square, and you're like, okay, let's throw a title on it, and then like, just throw whatever image behind it that, you know, doesn't clash with the title too much. It's like, okay, well, that's going to be everyone's first thought. So it's like, so what would be your second thought? And what would be your third thought? And what would be your fourth thought? And as you start to go down that rabbit hole, that's where you start to find your uniqueness and be like, well, this is what I like. And if it meets all of these criteria, then like, boom, you got yourself a brand. You're golden. Yeah. All right. Well, we are, uh, we highly suggest that you take a look at the accompanying blog post for this so that you can actually see what we are describing in detail. But uh, any last tips or do's and don'ts that you want to give to the people? Uh, yeah, I mean, in uh, our last conversation, pretty much like a, a good kicking off point of just like, what is the brand? You know, like, what is it that makes your show special? And that's not just an audio thing. That's also a video thing. I mean, not a visual. It's both an audio and a visual visual thing. And especially when you start to get into video, it's like, okay, how do I want my show to look? How do I want it to? How do I want the tone to be? Like, is this serious? Is this fun? Is this relaxed? And then like how do you want the listener to feel? And I think that's kind of like a big point of like, when someone looks at your artwork, like how do you want them to feel about your show? Like, is it gritty? Is it supposed to be fun? Is it supposed to be interesting? Is it supposed to be exciting? Like making sure you have some kind of emotional trigger is what really makes the eye sit there and look at it for like that second longer and then a second longer and then a second longer. And so I would say making aligning that look with your tone and then combining it with a feeling like that is how you make a brand. And then you can take that and turn that into a visual audio, um, you know, wording, things like that, and bring it all together into one like cohesive package. I think that's a really great way to end the show is just making sure that you are creating a memorable brand for your podcast. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. Come back next week. And in the meantime, head to podcastinsider.com for more information to subscribe, share, and read our show notes. 
Check out our latest suite of services and learn how Blueberry can help you leverage your podcast. Visit Blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the ease. We couldn't afford the ease. 